Hey, what's going on? It's today's episode. It's Christian Ortiz. This is Peter Pira. Terrible today. Terrible outside today. It's fucking terrible. I woke up and I was just like, I damn near wanted to push some clients back. <laughs> Did you for real? Yeah, I was close. I was close, but I was like, let me get the hell up. My back was killing me. I did some de- a lot of deadlifting yesterday with Damon, and my back tripping. Oh so my. I had to take a muscle relaxer and a little bit of butter before I came. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. For uh, for those of you that are watching live on camera, I have a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Um, and believe it or not, I know this. He's is, never had it. I've never had it. I guess this is the one that they line up around the building, right? Bro, to this day, to be honest with you, like I was in line for about, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like I didn't wait an hour. But what is it? But um, yeah, that was for you. Yeah, that was for you. <laughs> um, no, It's just fucking good, bro. It's just really good, to be honest with you. Go ahead. <clears throat> give him a taste test. Let's do this. Anyways, so today's That's topic, which one. is always our uh, welcome to our podcast brought to you by Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. We are um, here, myself, Chicken Peter, uh, Christian, Christian, and Peter, and Kevin. <laughs> Fuck, is that butter kicking in already? No. Um, and we're a business, health, and wellness, uh, mainly podcast, along with miscellaneous, which is yeah, what's going on whatever. in the world. Yeah, whatever else. Is whatever we want to talk about. So today's whatever is going to be the chicken sandwich. Now, last, our uh, first episode, Peter had uh, the Fries. French fry challenge. Yep. So I'm going to be doing the chicken sandwich. I'll be eating it live today. Um, you if know, you guys so. didn't, um, uh, if you guys are probably wondering like why I don't have any, I had Chipotle before I came in here, so which is good enough. So my first observation of the damn chicken sandwich, it just looks like a basic chicken sandwich, but that is some really breaded fucking chicken. I do love, I do love pickles, and it looks, it looks, it's a thicker breading. It's not your normal panko crust breading. It's, mm-hmm. it's more of your thicker. Uh, flowery southern cornmeal cornmeal uh mm-hmm. type flour to it it looks like but just by looking at it i can mm-hmm. tell you a pickle yeah. is just a, it's a fucking pickle okay there's yeah. some sort of there's some sort of sauce do you on think it. those it are dill it doesn't look like there's enough sauce but i'm gonna take a bite and see Hold what do you, do you think those are dill pickles this is not a dill pickle fuck okay oh shit <laughs> tell me that shit ain't good Tell me that shit ain't good. That's a bite, right? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, the spice hit him. He went down the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> the spice uppercut him. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a spicy chicken sandwich. I guess it's a spicy one. I like spicy. Um, very moist chicken sandwich. Very moist. Uh, probably the moist chick, most moist chicken I've had for a fried chicken uh, sandwich. Yeah, you see what I'm saying for a fast food food joint. Do I believe it belongs a lap around and people waiting an hour for it? No way in hell. Okay, compared to <clears throat> a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich, dude, Chick Fil A spicy chicken sandwich is good. Compared to that, is it this? No, but it's not that far off. But no, like we're we're talking black and white here. Who wins? Not actually race, but I would need. You know what? I I would probably need them side by side, side by side, and eat them. Take a bite. We did that already. And <laughs> and I I said Popeyes hands down, hands hands down. 
We all did. Yeah, we all said that. Okay. That chicken is just hidden, bro. That chicken is good. Talk to me. Let's We're staring at Peter to start something here, but holy shit. Hold on. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what you say. All right. It's good. It's really good. I was starving, too. Perfect. Uh, we're going to be talking about our, our, our business topic right off the bat. Let's do this. And the business topic is the coronavirus, how it's affecting small businesses, part two, because I have some stories for it, as you already know. Yeah. And secondly, I, I didn't get the full thing yet. Secondly, as a trainer, we're going to ask Peter some advice on how he feels trainers should be taking advantage of this uh, at, uh, post coronavirus and how vulnerable some people are going to be to get some training or anything like that we'll be talking about our uh health and wellness which is basically we already know that people are going to come out of this this shit fat or really or really really in shape uh so those of you that came out of it fat we're going to give you some tips to kind of jump back in uh on that and then we have our miscellaneous topic today which i'm excited about it's about driving Mm. Uh, so, uh, to go like to jump right into it, <clears throat> folks. Again, I'm a uh, I own Cortez Fitness, and the half the personal training studio with with Peter. Uh, Cortez Fitness owns uh, Fit Kids for Fun. Me and my wife rent a Airbnb that's attached to our home for a studio. So, I do have a, a some business niche in me, and it can help a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs. Uh, Peter, he can tell you more about what he's a master at so i just do personal training so i'm on my way to doing shit like that in the future but not near that now i'm only 24 so um yeah i do personal training i am a power lifter competitive power lifter and uh, i think that's that's about it for the most part okay so how has this affected small businesses um and we talked about this earlier to you even even before you heard me talk what we what i think small business numbers are and stuff like that Bef- even before you even met me mm-hmm. let's go that far what was your impression when you heard small business what do you think of my immediate thought when i thought small business was something like uh for example across the street there's a, a place called pizza pizza i'm thinking of a spot like that or i'm thinking of a um uh, not even like something uh, a franchise wouldn't even come close to count, but like basically the places that you wouldn't find somewhere else outside of this this specific area. Where else are you gonna find a piece of pizza? You know what I mean? Probably not anybody else. Not, that was not a really good an- um, analogy you just did there. Yeah, like chances are you're not gonna find that place anywhere else unless you're in like a um, like it, it would. If you were to go even further and say, like, I wouldn't even cons- – I would consider something like that you mean a small a, lo- a local mom and pop. Yeah, very local mom and pop. Uh, but realistically, I wouldn't even consider anything beyond that. I, anything beyond that, I would just consider a business. So if someone were to run – like, for example, if I didn't know you and Cortese Fitness were to be in uh, the whole southeast region, I wouldn't consider you a small company or a small business. I would consider you a business. And then okay. there's large corporations. I feel like people distinctively like section those off, like small business, business, and then just large corporations. 
this is a, I mean, this is a really good discussion. And the reason why I say this, and this is going to bring me to my point on what have I done during this whole small business thing? Because I've been going fucking crazy. I mean, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about what I've done. Basically, local, mom and pop, ultimate dream, one store, two store. But never was it a figure for you or the amount of employees, right? It was I never more... really thought of a number, to be honest with you, until we honestly spoke about it probably like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah that's why I, I thought about it, but like... Otherwise, I don't really feel like I did. I mean, when you brought up that uh, that analogy, you think of a small business like uh, somewhere where you, it can't be in another state. For the most part. Yeah, and I, that's a really, really, really good point. That's a good point. So you feel if, if, if a company expands into another state and they have multiple businesses, then it's no longer a small business. Pers- I mean, by definition, it might be different, but realistically, to myself, I don't, I don't, wouldn't consider that a small business anymore, because like you have to be making at least so, at that point, like, to be able to go. You're breaking the else. million mark. Yeah, you're breaking the million mark to be able to go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Because like it takes money to go somewhere else. It takes you money to train individuals to go somewhere else. Okay, um, so for those of you that don't know. Uh, I applied for everything in the book you can even think of for during this pandemic that we have for the coronavirus. Um, I'm in one location. I'm in Orlando, Florida. I am trying to go to Texas. I am trying to do Pennsylvania or Georgia or wherever I can, of afraid. course. But uh, those of you that don't know, I applied for the PPP loan. I had, I mean, the the grant, everything. And I remember when I first heard the 350 trillion i mean uh to two trillion dollars and then 350 billion to help small businesses every small business was like oh my god they're gonna help us out we're gonna get i'm gonna get a free ten thousand dollars i mean that's what i was hearing i'm like holy shit i'm getting free ten thousand dollars there's no way it's like a stimulus for small businesses and then you realize i hear yesterday ruth chris shake shack got Millions of dollars. They're giving millions of dollars to universities because they lost forty nine million or whatever. Listen, a college losing forty nine million compared to a person who, who just started a mom and pop shop who relies maybe on instead of a, a paycheck to paycheck, they're like a month to month, and they you know those people over there they're still gonna get charged rent. We still get charged oh, yeah. rent. Rents due. Yeah. Mortgages due. Yeah. You know. Because if those people start not charging anybody then everyone shits yeah everything goes to hell so i had found out there were people that basically had connections and and got the the ppp loan and got everything that they they had asked for um and then you know i I went through bank of america talked to the small business association you can't even get on unemployment right now everybody knows that um they can they won't even take your call. As a matter of fact, if I call them right now, they'll just say, We can't take your call and we'll just hang up the phone. <laughs> um That's, and it's okay. the truth. So where is all this money going? Nobody fucking knows. Number two, uh, where does that leave a small business like me, like a mom and pop? Well, it leaves us not knowing. You know? And it, it this brings me to a really big point. I know I'm talking a lot here, which I'm gonna we're gonna get your expertise <laughs> yeah, here. Good. Is what happens when you are no longer in control and the government 
is in control of your business. See, people think that business, you're in control and you're in control. Like, am I really? Am I really in control? It's either yes or no. There can't be, oh, you kind of are, you kind of ain't. No, I mean, no. Right now, look, most most people who who, who, may, who were living paycheck to paycheck or had a small business and had no money and they've lost money, what are they doing? They're controlled by the government right now. They're waiting to waiting. get money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that that's when you lose part of your 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 life right there. It's when you're no longer in control of it. So what, do I, what totally am I point. doing? I'm just giving. I'm giving grace. I'm. Uh, I, I'm grateful every morning. I'm doing a lot of yard work. I'm. Uh, I know that this will pass, and I know I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to worry about. You know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. That's it. So my advice for you, small businesses, is whatever happens, happens. You, you're. It's not in your control. Apply for everything you can, and just know that you're the you're the little man out. If you were in my shoes or a small business owner when you get to that level next how would you think you'd be dealing with this emotionally emotionally is different to be honest with you because a lot of people will say that they would feel or do a specific thing and not be in those shoes like for example if you see a guy who's uh let's say you tell me a story or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you a rough exa- example of like what what people do or like guys do or whatever. Um, like if you were to tell me a story of like, hey, like I saw this dude and he was talking shit to me or some shit like that, I could easily be like, man, if he was talking shit to me, I would have whooped his ass. I'm not in your shoes in that given moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who I knows what, what I would have done? Yeah. So emotionally, I couldn't even tell you because. <laughs> but if I were to think about it, I feel like I would be. Kind of like you in the sense that I would just be going crazy. Like I would have, like you don't realize how much being busy is a blessing, correct? In general, because like you'll go through your day you're like, damn, I just want to relax, and now you're forced to relax. The fuck, are you gonna do now? What else do you have to do? I mean, look, you're if you're a small business, even even those Shake Shack and Ruth Chris, they're hurting too. We all are. Um, I mean, but who's really hurting? The mom and pop who make $11,000 a month and then have, I don't know, $8,000 worth of bills and then another $1,000 for their mortgage or whatever, those are the people who are really hurting rather than a Ruth Chris franchisee. He's not hurting as bad as everyone else is. Completely agree. But he's going to want some cash to be able to, like... I mean, p- people rely a lot on money for a, lo- a lot of emotional uh, emotional things. So, like, me, for example, I can tell the difference between, like, when I don't have as much money emotionally and when I have money to spend emotionally. You could tell just by almost looking at somebody or how you feel inside. If you don't have that much money, chances are you're not going to be fucking happy-go-lucky all the time. And you're going to rethink every decision about money that you ever have in, within the next couple whenever the fuck until you end up getting more money. It's a good point. Anyways, to us small business owners... I hope you're well. I hope that you're uh, you're fighting, like like everybody else is. Just and don't roll over and die. Just know that uh, you know we are the the driving force in America. You know, we all do strive to be big corporations. I don't care what anybody says. At some point, yeah, we want to be that big, but we are the ones who really make America. Keep um, local cities. You know, all you local people, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try our best, and trust me. 
I'll be out of this, and, and so will everybody else. Yeah, we're all going to be good. Ain't no reason to worry about it too much. <laughs> so, Peter, health and wellness topic. Uh, I do want to go over a couple of things. One is you already know there's going to be a lot of people who, instead of getting fit over this pandemic, how are you? Uh, do you feel more? You're gonna people are gonna come out more fit or more? Oh no, people are gonna come out of here fat. But like, it's if we're looking at <laughs> if we're looking at the vast majority, people are not gonna come out of here like super super dedicated or, or ready. Oh well, I would say people are going to be ready to work as soon as they notice that they have more money and they have the ability to be free again, quote unquote. Um, but up until that point, people just needed people are were slowing down. Like we, we don't have shit else to do. So, um, do you think this should be zero excuse now that you're not? What do you mean? Like, do you feel people should be coming out more fit than fat? <laughs> I want to say yes as a trainer, but like realistically, how are you going to stop somebody who's home all day and make them work out? You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you you really need to have like some sort of like dedication or some sort of dedication to making yourself better to actually want to do something. If not, you're going to stay average anyway. So, okay. So That's now so, so now let's be honest. If if they got weight, if they gained weight, they got fat, they became a meatball. That happened. What? Yeah, parmesan cheese and basil. <laughs> if um if that happened, <laughs> Garlic. Uh if that happened. <laughs> uh once again, if that happened, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you said you're talking about the the if people come out of this a meatball. Alright, if they came out of this uh to be honest, if they came they came out of this obese or they you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds heavier, five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's be honest, those people legit are probably going to be like really sad and depressed. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like realistically people don't realize how much, like I've seen a lot of people talk about like, um, especially during this time, like social anxiety and like depression and, and things like that. Um, which I don't suffer with and I don't want to say that I don't. Because I don't know if I have anxiety or anything like that. Because everyone has anxiety, but I don't know if it's like clinical anxiety. But beyond that, um, damn. Okay, so um, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you could leave this shit in, man, I don't really care. But like, <laughs> this shit is gonna be funny. As shit, we're just sitting here, bro. I have no fucking clue what we were talking about, to be honest with you anymore. I got it. It came back. Those people that gained weight, okay, the meatball, garlic, basil, okay? If those people that came back, and I, and I said, you know, if we're going to be serious, the question was if we're going to be serious, and they're really coming out of their 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, they're probably coming out, like, really sad. And oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Now now I remember. Okay, so what's your advice to those people? Okay, so first thing. That was the question. Get moving. Move as much as you can. You can't be stuck in your house all day and expect yourself to be happy. That's one. Two, eat less and go back to number one. Do more. Three, exercise wherever you can. Doesn't matter where it is. All ties back to number one. And number four, don't drink your calories. 
super simple rules. And anyone can do them at any bit of time. Why not drink calories? I don't recommend drinking your calories because if you can get that person to drink more water and as much water as they can, then they're going to absolutely and positively continuously lose weight. But also, the water has tons of functions for the human body for recovery, uh, force production, energy, mental clarity that everyone needs. So you should be drinking water anyway. So if you already eat too much food and you already drink too much juice, let's take the juice out and have you eat less. Simple. People try to make the fitness shit hard, but it's not. But I do believe all the easy stuff is hard. I agree. I, I see you what you're why? saying with that. You know why? Because you already know what you have to do because mm-hmm. it's so easy. Mm-hmm. I just have to work out. I just got to go to the gym. I just have to shoot this podcast. It's that part that's right before, though. Yeah. Like, the resistance. It's that resistance. It's, yeah. it's, it's right before that part that people are like, oh, I could do it do tomorrow. I to, yeah. I feel you on that. I agree. I, I got, agree. You know what? I've you know, from one to one to five, I'm I'm free. I'm gonna just do that tomorrow by the end of the year. That's a, that's what we talked about in the last uh I think maybe it was podcast number two or three, maybe. That action pivot. As soon as you're going to start something, count down and then and just go. go. Just fucking go. And then like I said, if you only do it for then start the three minute rule. If you only do that thing for three minutes, fine. Do that three minutes every single day, and then chances are by the time that you start it, there's a law of uh, inertia. So an object in motion tends to stay in motion. So the more often that you end up doing that thing, you end up building up that momentum. And once you build that momentum up, you will have less effort and less resistance to do the things that you set out to do. That's the way that I see things. But... um. That's also easier said than done, so try not to overthink anything. If you are usually sensing that resistance, notice people don't sense that resistance when it comes to doing shit that they that isn't necessarily that good for them and can be a detriment. So someone who's spending like all of their time playing fucking like, I don't know, like Animal Crossing or something like that. And people are going to sit here and be like, whoa, like Peter's taking shots. No, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing a game out there. So if you're playing Animal Crossing for nine hours out of your day, it's not going to be hard for you to play Animal Crossing. It's going to be hard for you to stop playing Animal Crossing. Right? Correct. Now, keeping that in mind, if they were to be like, okay, I have to do my math homework, which one are they going to sense more resistance with? The, the starting the math homework. And then when you look at those two, which one is actually a benefit and which one's the detriment here? The detriment is going to be Animal Crossing. The benefit is going to be the math homework. And then people look at the things that are a benefit for them and they're like, eh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to save that for another time. There you go. That's life. What happened? Yeah, we do have our vices. We, that happens to everybody. Yeah, we all yeah that's that. everybody. I don't care. You can say that you're the fittest trainer on the. And this is. I feel like we need to go into this a little bit when it what comes is to that? like social media and shit. Uh oh. Anyone who continuously posts everything that they do, in my opinion, 
is a liar. Does that make sense to you? Yes. So anyone who consistently posts, oh, I'm doing this right now, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. Uh, if you're on social media and you have a large following and that's a part of your business, then I totally get it. It makes absolute sense to me. But if you are just all over social media posting, this is what I'm doing throughout my day, this is what I'm eating, this is uh, whatever this is. This is where I took a shit. This is where I took a shit. This is where I'm going. I work out every day or some shit. I don't believe you. I really don't believe you because there are people who do those same things uh, so, every must, single You must have seen something. I see this all the time. I see okay. it all the time. And this isn't necessarily taking shots, but like I think yes, people... I mean, yeah, kind of, but like at the same time, I feel like people should... Why? What kind of validation do, does someone need? You know what I mean? I, you're not. There's no example. What, what do you mean? What is going on? You mean, hey, about to have my water, or I'm about bro, what? like I'm a gallon in today, bro. I, I whether or not you actually showed me that, I'm probably gonna skip the story anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth, though. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like I, I could do things every day to set up for a powerlifting meet, and I'll post like probably twice a week three times a week, but, like, I'm not showing you all the other shit that I, was, I do for I was listening to, to bring this. You know, this is good. You brought this up. To, I was listening to, uh, I just got done reading a book called Own Your Day by Aubrey Marcus. No, not Own Your, I did get done reading a book, Own Your Day, Aubrey Marcus. I'm reading a book right now called Unscripted by DJ DeMarco. And he said, uh, he he pulled he pulled people I think back uh, I don't know some five years ago when social like you know three three years ago or something like that social media was you know still it's huge yeah but he did a survey and he said uh, who did we fight in World War Two he surveyed the kids like you know teenagers who did we fight <laughs> okay uh, in World War Two and did we win. Yes or no? Are you fucking serious? Who won the Civil War? Okay. Um, who was the first black president of the United States? Bro. And they couldn't fucking answer. No, hold it? on, hold on. Yeah, of course, Abraham. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> He's fucking with you. <laughs> and listen, they, they said when is the next national um election or something? No, holiday. Oh, when's the next celebrated? U.S. holiday or something holiday. like that. And when was it? Like when okay. was, was this like in the it middle? It was of a week before July 4th when they asked him this question. Are you fucking serious? Okay. And then they asked, uh, he asked them, what was the name of the Kardashians? I don't even know. All, who, well, who, I do know their no, names, no, but on. I don't know them by. Who, who is Brad Pitt's uh, wife? He, he It was like all celebrity gossip. Like who dated this person? You know, like just like stupid soap opera, and they couldn't answer the That's U.S. Hilarious. questions, and they knew every one of the gossip questions on the on the. That on reminds the right. me of like I think they did one with like Ronald McDonald and Jesus. Did you hear that? <laughs> what, <laughs> bro? Like he showed them pictures of Jesus, like the rendition that we have of Jesus Christ, and those kids didn't know who he was. But he showed them Ronald McDonald, and they all knew who Ronald McDonald was. This is where we're headed, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. It's funny. People are going to know more about... You got to think about what's on social media. Memes 
or they make fun of somebody. Oh, like bro, even I if love memes, bro. I know, but even if they're gonna make fun of the president, like he could have a really ser- like people nowadays turn anything serious to funny, and I think that's a really, really bad thing. But it could be it's, a really, really good thing. This is now, one of the on. things where I disagree. No, <laughs> because there, there's some real shit. Like these memes with that 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 were for the toilet paper. Like there was some, there's some really bad stuff that people do just to get attention on social media, and it's sickening. I agree with that. But, like, if we're going into, like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. When it comes to, like, taking serious situations and making them funny, I've seen a lot of it. And it's just with Twitter specifically. So what was happening in the beginning of the year? We were potentially close to World War Three, right? There was that. Nothing but memes all over Twitter. Hilarious. And I already said, like, look, I'm not getting drafted because I have herniated discs and I can't see. So I ain't going. I I mean, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the Kobe thing, too. But like, I don't I don't really think anyone was making jokes about that. I didn't really see much of anything. There was a huge, like a huge like respect for Kobe from everybody. So I don't think really much of anybody made jokes about that. Doesn't mean I didn't like doesn't mean I didn't. Uh, they weren't around. I personally didn't see much of any. So why why is it that you feel like that person that posts everything that you're talking about, whoever they are, that posts that? What is so you? What do you think they want? What are they looking for? I mean, people, or are they so caught up in the? I have people watching me. I, I've got. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, if if you're caught up in the in the numbers and things like that, like that's not going to be good for you because like what happens when one of your stories just so happens let's say if you average like 300 people watching your story right if you're averaging 300 people watching your story what happens when you hit 150 all your shit all your your self-esteem goes out of the fucking window like you're sad now because what people didn't watch you are you serious i think if you're doing something then you should do that thing behind closed doors no matter what and that's it. Like, for example, I, I'll shout out um, uh, if he ever ends up seeing this. Uh, Joshua, Joshua Via, the dude that I, I competed with in uh, in powerlifting. Super, super fucking strong. Ridiculously strong. And he is day in, day out. He'll post maybe two or three times a week. But he is day in, day out, no matter what. Whether or not he posts it, he's just doing it. And then I, I feel like people are missing that. People just want to, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Look how dedicated I am. I think that people should just do. You don't have to show everybody what you're doing. Just go ahead and do what you do day to day. And But that's what he does. What do you mean? Well, that's what that person is doing there. The, the, I know, but, like, what, what are you posting it for? That's what I don't get. Like, I, that's a sense of validation. I mean, me... For example, I'll still I do that too, but I'm not posting it to the same degree where I'm I'm showing everybody what workout I'm doing on the given day. I'm not I, like I, that doesn't make that much of a difference to me. What I feel like makes a difference is <clears throat> when those when all these things are like stacked up and you really have to show what you got. What happens if it's all a social media facade? What you going to do then? You know what I mean? Look, I don't know. I haven't been on on social media for over a year. Uh, it really has been you, over a year. I keep you, forgetting that. If you do see a post, it's my it's my marketing person, Catherine, doing it. So I'm actually glad yeah. I'm not on it. I, I can I, you know I can't imagine you know people and what's I can't. I, I thank God. <laughs> Those of you that are depressed after the coronavirus, 
just be, you know, be active, be, you know, try your best, get out of it. Life's too short. We're all going to die. Yeah. I know you hear that such a cliche thing, but you never know. You know, I bet, there, I bet you there's somebody you've heard that you know that has died within the last two years at least. Yeah. You know, that can be you. Remember that. Um, all right. So miscellaneous topic, driving. Uh, last last uh, week we did our uh, one one of the podcasts we did our pet peeves about gym gym etiquette. Now I want to know what your pet peeve is. Driving drivers. All right, I'll let you. I'll let you pick first, and then I'll go. Me? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do the same thing. No particular order. Um, oh no, I want to order this time. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, it's gonna be hard. No. It, Go with your number three pet peeve first. Let's start with that. Oh, we're doing from three? Yeah. Well, okay, three. Number three. If if Do not fucking drive. I hate when people drive slow. That's the worst thing in the world for me. That I hate that shit That's so much. I Yeah, that I hate three? it. I hate it. Don't drive slow. I. But, but, but give me an example. Like, if you're in the fast lane... If you're in the fast lane and you're going 50, fuck you. <laughs> like you're you why are you doing that? Just get what into about, another what lane. What about did you just got what if he just got out of a doctor's appointment? His, his okay, doctor's name was Dr. Herman and he has one leg. That's fine. Okay, that's that's cool. Get a ride home. Get an Uber. All I'm not right, trying so, to be behind you. So slow drivers, right? Slow drivers. I'm thinking I already know my I already know my number 1. That's my number 3, bro. <laughs> Slow drivers. Man, I had all three of them. I know. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, not using the turn signal, bro. That's my number two. That's my number two. Not using the turn signal. That's my three. number two. That's my number two. I hate that. I shit will so do. Much. I, you know, if you have a runner up, which I'm doing one right now, I'm going to write it down. Oh, no. I, I'll get. I'll pick another number two. I got it. I'm straight. No. Uh, that's your number two is turn signal? Yeah, but like I have, no, I have, no, some, no, I have something else too. No, I have turn, something else too. Okay, well that'll be our like our miscellaneous. You got to do our top three no matter what, okay. and then we'll do like miscellaneous. Which all is, right, I got you. All right, uh, my number two is there's traffic, and people block the fucking lane. You know how when you um uh you know what I'm talking about? Let's say you get in the left hand lane, mm -hmm. but all right, so you're you're trying to go, you're trying to make a left hand turn. Yeah. And the traffic is going from right to left, going to green. But there's traffic on the left-hand side. So the people in the back, what they do is they, they, they keep going and they don't stop past the, the intersection. Mm -hmm. they, they keep going and the whole intersection is blocked. And then it turns green and then you can't go. Because oh, you're talking I, about right up at that light over there. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I hate that shit. And, uh, but it I happens. At, it happens at my uh, or you're at a stop sign, and the four way was in traffic, and you can't go straight because that guy couldn't. He thought he was gonna go. You know what I'm talking about? That's the worst. How's that hard to explain? I know what you mean. When, when you're blocking and you're when you go into an intersection that already is a red clogged. light is yeah. clogged. And you keep going thinking that your traffic is going to make the light. Like, you fucking know it's not. And then you block. So you're praying it is. So you block everybody else. Yeah. And then, the, and then the car behind you beeps at you the minute it turns green. And then those people are mad. 
Yes. Yeah, so and then block, those people blocking, be mad at blocking shit. a lane. Blocking just, a lane. I'll just keep this in my hand. Uh, blocking a lane. Yes. Ooh. Um, number one. My number one. I hate the people who weave in and out of traffic. No, si- I'm going to throw it in there too. No signal. The people who just weave in and out of that shit. Like they're out. I cannot stand that. And then, like, bro, oh, that one. Oh my That's God. a big one for you? I hate that so much. Bro, my number one that gets me really mad. I think are, I know what it is. Are tailgaters. I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was just, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm doing 80, Those are the trucks, I'm doing bro. Those are the trucks. That's on my honorable mention. I'm doing like <laughs> 85, 90, and they want to just they want to ride my ass. Pause. And there ain't nobody on the right. Like there's nobody. And they, they start flashing the lights. Oh, oh bro. Bro, no way. <laughs> I ain't moving. I'm not moving at 85. Like, now, look, if it's a 70 mile an hour, I'm going 60, 65, I'll move over. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking, I'm, like, I'm flying myself. Like, they, I'm going past, way zoom. past the speed limit, and you, they just feel like you owe like you owe it to them to move over. Nah. No. Nah. I agree. Nah. I agree with you. That's called among, you see, I show them the magic trick. You go like this and go back up and back down. No way, it ain't happening. Our honorable mentions, honorable mentions. People. My my honorable mention was going to be um, not using a blinker. That, that's what I, I hate. That I hate that. My honorable mention. It was going to be my number two, but I what did I end up? You put turn signal. Oh, it was turn. Oh, my fault. My fault. Oh damn! Kevin just flipped on Peter. Yeah, he really did. Um, <laughs> what would be my miscellaneous? I was gonna say tailgaters too, but uh, I gotta think about something else that pisses me off. I got a couple, bro. I got two more for you. I got. I got. Hey, I'm going. Bro. Go ahead. Yeah, go. 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 The person while you're getting gas decides to pull up and has. All the windows down, music is blasting, but a, but I mean blasting the whole fucking block. <laughs> and he's right there. He's right next to you. You can't even get gas because your car is bump- his car is bumping with music. And you can't even get gas because the damn thing is shaking. And it's got the most worst music you can even think of on. I do not like that shit. But I, I mean, I guess I'm not driving in that situation. Right. But, but I guess, one. but another one was going to be you're texting the whole fucking way, driving. And you, and you look over and they're like going dumb slow and they start swerving and shit like that. I don't like shit. that. Shit. No, I feel like We that. all text and drive, but I'm talking about that you can, and I know like, everyone I look over, it's always the young ones that are that are doing it hard. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Are you honorable? I am, I, am a, I am a victim of that, though. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, Oh, let's hear it. What do you got? I hate that too. I hate that too. I I don't think that anyone heard you. He was saying that That's like when that people bad. when people slow down, and they could have easily made the light. I'm kind of like fifty fifty on that. Like if you're in a rush, that's like ten times worse. That's the worst thing in the world. But I would I wouldn't I wouldn't kind of chalk that up. I I wouldn't even I really didn't even think about that. Um. Oh, he's got a big one, bro. When people don't realize where the fuck they're going, and let's say it's three lanes, right? No, let's say it's like four lanes, for example, and they have to cut from one lane all the way across. I tell you, my wife's a pro at that shit, bro. Are you serious? I ain't never seen anybody. I am not. I kid you not. 
she don't know where the fuck she's going. I mean, if if you, she needed listen, our first year at our house, yeah, needed, you said she, she needed, needed a GPS. GPS to go to the Walmart that was across the street. This is a true story. True, okay. Yeah, she's gonna be mad. She won't. Then. She won't get you there. But if you <laughs> tell her where to go, she needs to get there real quick. My wife's out, bro. She be fucked. She tailgates people. She don't give a fuck. She's. I funny. can't do that. I can't do but that. Go bro. ahead, man. What were you gonna say? No, that was it. That was it. That was it for me. Cutting across traffic like that. Like I said, we've all been there before. We have all been there. But I, I genuinely try not to. Let's hear it. I hate that Ooh, shit, too. That's a big one. That happens to me a lot, like, right up here when I turn into here. When I turn into here, that happens to me a lot. And then they, you get beeped at. I can't stand that. That's That pisses me off. Man. <laughs> I hate when people flash their lights at me, period, to be honest with you. Ah, bro. We fight for that one. No, nah, like I had this one dude. Like I was driving. I was in Claremont, and um, yeah, that's another big reason. No one ever goes to Claremont. So um, I'm driving through Claremont, and I don't know what the fuck for. I had like I had already chose my song. My phone's down. I'm going like, it's I think it's like fifty over there. I'm going like fifty five. Dude's flashing his lights at me. I was like, oh, what's up? Okay. <laughs> And I'm over here, like, looking at him in the rear view. I'm like, so what are you going to do? So what are you going to do? Like, what the fuck's going on? So he's just the whole time. It's like the whole the, way. The whole way. Just for, like, the, like two minutes. Just like this. And then he finally slows down and takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that even for? Like, did you want me to speed up so you can get there faster? Or like, I mean, just, you could have just went around you, me. You know, sometimes you also know when you mess up, right? Oh, I just thought of another one. Peter's I'm not going to lie, bro. Peter's going off. I'd he be hit playing, the table at least 17 times. I'd be playing. I'm not going to lie. Like, I kind of play games when it comes to me, uh, like, driving. And I'm not saying games on my phone. I mean play games as in this. So if there's... <laughs> if, if there's... if it, Let's say we're in a two-lane, right? And I see someone zooming from behind me at least like a quarter mile off i'm like okay what i'm about to do is and i'm a little bit behind (laughs) and i'm a little bit behind this other guy right i'm gonna catch up i'll show you guys right here so this motherfucker's zooming right (laughs) because you're fucking dying right now so if i see this dude zooming he's coming up this way like this i'm gonna pull up like right here because he thought he was going to get around. No, sir. You stuck right here. You stuck between the both of us now. No, I do that shit all the time. Yo, this is a true story of this. Bro, I, <laughs> he's dying. Bro, I do this shit all the time, bro. <laughs> that butter kicking in. Yeah, it did. It did. Go ahead. Oh, my God. But listen, my wife. Bro, this is a tr- actual, real, true story. I'm gonna see if I can call up my boy Obi. So they were on Route 22. Okay, it's like 408. Oh, he crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, but it, there, it's two lanes, but it's a highway, like a a, a main That's highway. Fucking terrible. A main highway. I, that would piss me you know, off. So it, we call it Jimmy and Obi. <laughs> it's when each car on each lane, they're all just do 60. The whole way. I hate that shit. Bro, it was rush hour traffic, and they were in the front of the lane. 
Are you serious? <laughs> and the mile per hour was was fifty five. They were doing fifty. <laughs> was it you and your wife? Listen to me. So Jimmy was on one leg. <laughs> you guys are the fucking worst. You right, guys no. are bar none, like the worst <laughs> people on this planet, bro. Listen to me. <laughs> All right, so Jimmy and Obi. Jimmy's in one car. Obi's in the other one. Yeah. They're doing fifty, bro. On Route Twenty Two, rush hour traffic, six o'clock. <laughs> they're going from, uh, they're going all the way from uh, from Dorney Park all the way to Easton. That's like going from here to Winter Park. About thirty, forty, maybe. Actually, you know what? About you know what? From here like to Nona? Kissimmee. Here to Kissimmee. Ooh. Okay, here to Kissimmee. Bro, they were in the beginning, and they planned this. 50 miles an hour, got on. He let Jimmy get over. 50 miles an hour the whole way on the highway from Kissimmee to here. Bro, do you know how fucking mad I would have been? (laughs) People behind him were fucking pissed. They were trying to go on the... On the... the Oh, oh right. my God! They were trying to go to the arena. Right before they were, people were about to pass it. <laughs> Jimmy Dobin went like this, and they, can't, they didn't let people pass, bro. They did not let people pass. People, hop you fucking motherfuckers, fucking move! <laughs> you know, so the only, the only, the only people that that passed them were, were people that were about to get on the ramp. But if they would see some guy behind them trying to get over, they would let him. They just wouldn't let him, bro. Bro, for 35 minutes straight. <laughs> Dude, I would have lost. Bro, it. I would have lost. You would have been mad? I would have been so mad. Uh, no, nah, I would have. That makes me mad just thinking about it. But bro, you know what? Know. It's crazy. I'm over here talking shit, but I was just saying how I would do that. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, what made me say it. Yeah, like that. I would genuinely do that. Like if I, like I said, if I see someone coming up like this, they're about to cut me off. I'm, mm, I'm right there. I'm not gonna lie. I love that shit. I, I, I can't imagine that. Fifty miles an hour, five miles an hour below this, bro. Fifty. The whole trucks behind them, all types of shit. Yeah, man. I can only, I can only imagine dealing with that much traffic uh, at that time. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> Hope you can cut a lot of that out. No, that yeah. story was good, man. We got to keep that shit in there. What? I mean, I I think the I only was, thing we I was dying, bro. Yeah, the only thing we only thing we'd really have to cut out was like that little middle that one part, yeah, part of the middle. Um, but even then, like I don't really give a fuck to be honest with you. Either anything, <laughs> any anything else you want to add to any of the subjects or anything? Um, no, nah, I think we're good. I think we're in a good place today. All right. Uh, so. <clears throat> Don't forget that was our business, uh, small business. Is what we did, what we're doing, uh, what we recommend. Uh, Peter had some advice for people who gained some weight over the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Oh, oh, we forgot something. Uh, remember what we were saying, like uh, how trainers can take advantage of uh, what's going on. Oh, that's right. Don't worry, I'll keep it short. Um, if you can make multiple people join, uh, meaning. Do classes, two, maybe three a day. That would be it, to be honest with you. That would be the main thing. If you can get multiple classes going throughout the week to get people 
into a uh, a position where now, they start now, working out with Now you. start reaching out to people too, like your yeah, old clients. This is a good time to do that, at least to be able to kind of get them on board. Because right now I have, um, I mean, I have a, I'm still fortunate enough to, to still be able to train, but like I still have uh, clients who are, are ready to just come back on board. Well, the main reason they're not coming in right now is because they're not working. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in that case, it's just a matter of like when people, when the world starts getting back to normal, pitch classes or maybe even pitch a sale, 20% off, 10% off, do whatever you feel like is going to be uh, worthwhile to you to be able to get an influx of people in. Once you get that influx of people, let's say you are doing classes, offer them the opportunity uh, to do personal sessions as well. So like if we're doing classes and let's say the classes are about, you want to give them a, a discount at 10%. If you want to offer them personal training on top of that, uh, cut them a deal on the personal training that also pays for the classes. Boom. Simple stuff. Simple math. Very easy. You heard yeah. it from himself, Pete. Boom. Um, Reach, my, I'm a big one. Reach out to your past clients, old clients. Check on to see how they're That's doing. That's helped me out a lot. And, you guys are. You don't even have to start. Don't even sell them right away. You know, that's how they thoroughly are doing. That's something I do a lot. I don't even. I I don't even. Re, you know, if I reach out to people, sometimes I don't even try to. You know, say anything that day. I wait yeah. later on because I really do want to know how they're doing. Yeah. Um. You know, especially if you've changed your life. Yeah. People. People really sleep on the fact that you're. Like relationships with your clients mean a lot. Like whether or not they're with you now, your relationship with those individuals is is huge. Because if you don't have a relationship with them, chances are, and it's it's the truth, they're not coming back. Um, I've had a few situations where I probably haven't spoke to a few clients ever since we uh, like stopped working together. Um, that's a that's a whole story but uh realistically it's not it's you have to be able to maintain a relationship with all of your past and current clientele if you don't then that's your ass that's your business the whole thing is thrown out of the window all right we appreciate you those that are listening to us we're all over the place chicken today. sandwich was good huh i said we were all over the place today we were yeah we fucking tough it's it okay it it's content yeah. it is what it is we appreciate those uh that stuck it out. <clears throat> the ending was a little funny, so please watch me get you know laugh my ass off. Uh, but it's Dying. your business, uh, small business and business uh, wellness, health and wellness, and our miscellaneous show. I'm Christian Ortiz. My name is Peter Beers. Peace. We're out.